It's Wednesday, November 3rd. Welcome to the News Diet, a healthier alternative for staying informed. I'm your host, Michelle Carroll. Today, I'm going to talk about the elections taking place around the country, the closing of Shanghai Disney over the weekend, and food delivery robots. Let's be informed so we can get on with our day. Yesterday was election day for several states and cities around the country. Voters went to the polls to decide new governors, mayors, representatives, and more. States around the country have different rules for political terms for when the elections take place. So not all government officials start and end at the same time. There's even a referendum on the ballots in Minneapolis, Minnesota, to determine if the city will swap out the police department for a different law enforcement program. But right now, the race that has the nation's attention is mostly the Virginia gubernatorial election to decide on keeping the current Democratic governor or electing the Republican opponent. Virginia is only one of two states that ends terms just a year after presidential elections. The other state is New Jersey. But because of the timing, many consider these results to be indicative of how Americans might be feeling about the current administration in the White House. If it seems like it's been smooth sailing, then there might be less of a reason to switch it up on a local level. But if the current party in office is struggling, then it's not uncommon to see that dissatisfaction unfold at the state elections. This is particularly true with swing states, which Virginia used to be. Polls are showing this race to be really close, and if Virginia chooses the Republican candidate, then some might think that this could be a potential sign of voters leaning red again after years of voting Democrat for both gubernatorial and presidential elections. Another reason why these races have so much attention is that Democrats really don't have any wiggle room in Congress. They hold a majority, but barely. So any sign that voters may want to switch it up could potentially have big implications at the national level. Results are expected in upcoming days. On Sunday, Shanghai Disney closed with almost 34,000 visitors still inside the park. The reason was that a woman who had visited a day earlier tested positive for COVID, and so the government forced Disney to ban anyone from leaving so that they could test everyone first. They eventually did get through the crowd, and every guest did test negative, but Disney will remain closed at least until today to be safe. China enacts what it's calling a zero-COVID policy, which, from what I gather, means that they're doing everything possible to keep the virus at bay. Just last week, the country had three cities in lockdown, which totaled about 6 million people. Some other restrictions they have in place is requiring travelers to quarantine for three weeks after arrival and holding hospital patients for an extra two weeks after treatment or recovery. China's daily COVID cases are actually incredibly low compared to most other countries around the world, especially considering the population is over a billion. As of late August, mainland China was only recording about a dozen or so positive cases a day, if even that. China's economy seems to be still affected by the pandemic, as the strict measures have impacted recovery momentum that other countries around the world are starting to gain. A few stories have popped up about the rise in food delivery robots. 
and I thought this would be a nice break from COVID and political news. So apparently, some restaurants are utilizing the technology of little robots to help deliver food to customers. The models that I've seen are pretty compact, think like the size of, say, a big ice chest, and drives around on wheels like one too. There's actually already a few companies building and deploying these. Most are equipped with cameras, GPS systems, and motion sensors. Some do still have the ability to be controlled remotely by a human if necessary, but one company, Starship Technologies, said they rarely need to use it. As of right now, most are being used for single-order deliveries, and upon arrival, are opened by an access code that the customer punches in. This technology was already invented before the pandemic, but COVID has expedited the demand as consumers are desiring less touch points with strangers. And also, these bots have come in handy during a massive worker shortage. According to the National Restaurant Association, a recent survey showed 75% of restaurant owners said that holding on to staff was their biggest struggle. Also, they're cheaper than drivers, only costing around $5,000. And also, restaurant owners can avoid paying restaurant service fees to current providers like Grubhub. In some cases, though, the use of this technology has actually increased employment for restaurants that didn't offer delivery before, but now need people to help pack the food into the robots. The implementation is still pretty minimal, with deliveries limited to mostly college or corporate campuses. But if the popularity and demand grows, then this trend could start to expand. Today is Wednesday, November third, and you've just been informed. Now it's time to get on with your day. I'm Michelle Carroll. Thanks so much for listening. If you like the news diet, be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast, so you can always get the latest episode and leave a review. As we all know, how that helps boost a show's visibility. If you have any suggestions on how I can improve the show, I definitely want to hear from you. I want the news diet to be as valuable as possible for you. So if you feel compelled, please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram at the News Diet or directly to my email feedback at thenewsdiet dot com.